This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Back of the Nest Match Report. I'm Chris Hambling, I'm your host today, and with me is Nick Gillard. Hello, Nick. Hello, how are we doing? Still ebullient yeah, you know, after last night. Ebullient? Yes. I can't believe you're breaking out ebullient straight away. And... It's, um, do you know what, Nick? It's a switch, isn't it, between Palace uh, ruining a good week to Palace now putting the shine on bad weeks, yeah. isn't it? You know? <laughs> it's been a real shift. Um <laughs> Typical Palace is changing what it what it means to be typical Palace, and you know, yeah, indeed. it's uh, it's yeah, it's um, it's just fantastic to see um, this, this club change. Um, you know, obviously different start. You know, you will see the you'd have heard the intro is is different. We're we're talking straight away, and basically it's because Nick and I uh, are winging uh, it. You know, yeah, we're winging it, and uh, and the reason we're doing that is, you know, usually on a for a Monday night game we would uh, we would just leave it to the preview team to to review the game and, and press on but we can't not do something after that can we no. you know it was uh you've got a glow yeah you know, every, every, glow. We, we want to have our go as well rather than dear exactly right sometimes. so um, mugging off um aftv yesterday after the game so well done dear Oh, I mean, that. if if I was going to say, there's so much to, to to push people in the way of in terms of, you know, first of all, in terms of match reaction, match reports, you know, details and things like that. Check out YouTube anyway, because you know Patrick did post match show, didn't he? And um, yeah. you know, him and he and T were doing a fantastic job there. But yeah, if you can seek out anything, well, all the pre match and post match stuff that Dr did. On uh, on Arsenal fan TV as well, you know Dr is is who he is, isn't he? He doesn't doesn't yeah. hold back. Absolutely no shame. He'll tell them how he thinks it is, and he got a bunch of crap for saying that that Mark Gay is better than Ben White, and then Ben <laughs> White proved his point, didn't he? So do so do check that out. And, um, um, yeah, I, I saw it on yeah. uh, Back of the Nest retweet. So if you follow Back of the Nest, you'll get most of it on there anyway. Just find it in one Absolutely place. Absolutely right. So we'll start, with, uh, you know, to sort of kick us off in a little way. We've got a, you know, a few questions in which we'll, we'll cover as many of as we can. But one of them was from William Pickering, and he said, "How long have they got?" Uh, and the answer to that is about fifteen to twenty minutes of actual chat, because we're recording this pretty late on a Tuesday. Um, 
yeah so to actually get something out to you we've got to we've got to move quickly really it's like a free Plus flexi I'm, disc isn't it a back of the left flexi disc just to fill the gap before the previous am, one am i am i am i gonna to have to google what a flexi disc is probably will just leave it yeah leave it I'll leave it for now. But if you if you at home know what Nick's talking about, just just tweet him. <laughs> just let him know that you knew. Make him feel better about things. Don't tweet back of the nest, whatever you do. That's no, you no, exactly. Know. Just Nick. Um, yeah, we, we rest of us don't care. But yeah, there you go. Um, there's a few questions in that I'll, I'll tackle up top. Actually, um, Lee Anderson's foreheads, one of our faves. There. How many times have we re- rewatched the game? Uh, we've won twelve nil now. This is uh, just there. So that's four times for him. Patrick's had three so far. I am I am midway through second rewatch. Um, actually, on the screen in front of me now, we're paused as Wilf is trotting back um, to the edge of the penalty area to run in and strike the penalty. It's two nil, seventy two minutes, fifty one seconds. Very shortly to be three nil. That's, that's what I'm doing. When he's running up, can you see his face? How it's frozen? How it's paused? Is he smiling? Uh, what? When can you... By the moment, as, yeah. as he's he's walking away, so yeah. Ramsdale is out chatting at him. You've got, um, I think, Gabriel, no, Ben White, sorry, chatting to the ref in the box. And Wilf's just, he's just kind of zoned. He's he's yeah. very casual, just little little trot. You've got James MacArthur in the bottom of the screen, sort of weird gesture. But but Wilf is just, you know, he's not paying any attention to anything. There was um, a lot of smiling last night, not just from Wilf, but Wilf did a lot of smiling and had his best game for a long oh. time. That's vintage Wilf, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's, you know, we'll certainly have a chat about that. In terms of Wilf and Zaha performances, you talk about the smiling. Um, you know, it was really caught well on TV, actually. The You know, he was giving Cedric such a hard time. Um, and at one point, he just burst out laughing as Cedric was at about four or five <laughs> different pops at him. And ev- eventually, kicked the ball out of play, and Wilf is just standing in front of the Arthur, just chuckling away to himself, hands on hips, and just looking, you know, like he's just having the best time ever. And when you see Wilfred Zaha having the best time ever in a Palace shirt, you know things are going to go really, really well. Um, and uh, you know, Nick, you've, you've seen, hopefully, seen at least some of if not all of the article in The Athletic, uh, talking about Zaha in particular and, and the way you know the way he's enjoying his football and the backing he's given to Patrick I will, Vieira. Um, I will make that my morning routine read uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, cause it's, it's, uh, it's a fantastic piece. I won't steal their thunder. You know, it's a, they're, they're a paid service. So, you know, I'll, um, I'll invite people to, if they can and, and are willing to do so, to, to check that out themselves. Um, but you know, generally speaking, it, it, there's some insight in there talking about you know, communication on Palace internal WhatsApp groups and how Zaha was was picking out, you know, how fortunate he believes this Palace squad are to be being guided in the Premier League and in the Cup by Patrick Vieira. So when you have a team that is believing that much in the manager, that's when you get the kind of confident performances that you saw uh, in the three nil victory against Arsenal and. As we say, none more so than Zaha. You know, I, you know, one of the things that that those who have been critical of him say, Nick, is that, you know, he doesn't, he's not, he's not running at people the same way that he is, and he's not beating players the same way as he used to, but very much in evident last uh, last night at the time of recording, that 
that Zaha was doing exactly that. And, it, you know, that that talent, that skill, that explosive pace and power hasn't gone anywhere. No, exactly. And as I said, if I keep it this short, well, I'm going to move on to our next smiler. Uh, he was smiling all the way through the game with Conor Gallagher. And mm-hmm. uh, somebody's asked about who we fill him in for the semi-final with. I think we'll deal with that nearer the time because uh, we'll get a chance to see other players, hopefully. Mm. But my, my initial answer would be Eze. Um Again, all over the pitch. Uh, didn't actually score, but played with a smile on his face. They all played with smiles on their faces. Um, and you, you mentioned confidence. What a difference that makes. The it really does. But... And, and the fact that you say that they are in or of Patrick Vieira, that's, that speaks volumes. They want to be there. Mm. And when you want to be at your job and you enjoy any job, you do your job better. In well, that's it. It's like, it, it ceases to become a job, doesn't it? Yeah. When you're doing something that you love doing. It's, um, they say enjoy, enjoy, what you do, enjoy your job and you'll never work a day in your life. That's the phrase, isn't it? And oh, I don't know. Is that <laughs> no. you? <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll, I'll claim that quote. Oh, shall I? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it is mine, but um, I mean, there's so there's so much to kind of digest in there. You know, talking specifically about about Gallagher, you know, it's you, you know we say it every every week, even when he has, you can't even say he has off games. He has games where he's just good, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to exceptional. But even you know, and in those games, you know, he he works harder than probably anybody else on the pitch. Um, so. You know, it all, everything just drifts back. As someone said the other day that when you think about it, when I, when you think about it, it's just a fact that Gallagher has three more matches in a Palace shirt at, at Sellers Park. I don't say things like that. I want to be a Bulliant. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to, don't want to, but you know. So I mean, first and foremost, let's let's enjoy him as much as we possibly can um, because it's fantastic to see. And look, if we're ever going to be in a position where Conor Gallagher is going to remain a Palace player. It's going to be through this team achieving something this season, you know, that that is pretty special. Um, and we're already in the process of doing that right now. You know, in the top half, a fantastic run of form. We're beating very good teams. And we're not just, we're not nicking a result here and there. You know, we're not having a one good day here and there that we've, that we've witnessed over the last few years. You know, we're going out and, and outplaying teams. and um, We're getting better you know, if, and better and better with each performance. Going back, uh, well, further back than uh, we've had uh, seven goals in two games. Who did we play before Everton? We played Wolves before Everton, didn't we? Mm-hmm, we drew yeah. nil, nil with Man City. Yeah. Um, you know, Arsenal, you know, we've, we've taken more part, points of Arsenal than they took of us. I mean, we absolutely destroyed them. Not so much in the second half, but different game plan. But we just didn't give them a chance. And again, we picked out two names. We could pick any name and eulogise about them mm. for 10 minutes. Um, but Anderson, two assists, nearly scored with a free kick. And, you know, yeah. the, the pass to, to Ayu. And that goal, where did that come from? Mm. It's just... <laughs> 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 it was um, it was a surprising one, wasn't it? We'll, we'll focus a little bit on the goals, but I mean, picking out Anderson again. You say you could do this with any any number of players, but Anderson's passing is exceptional, absolutely exceptional. And and I saw a um, an article pop up not that long ago when I was scrolling through social media. I unfortunately, I haven't read it. I haven't had time, but it just said, it said why Crystal Palace are filling the uh, the FPL uh, tables. And it said, it said Anderson versus De Bruyne. And basically, at the moment, 
Joachim Anderson is outscoring Kevin De Bruyne in terms of you know the creativity that he's producing. Um, you know his his long passing is exquisite, but that the pass for the second goal was it was astonishing, absolutely astonishing. You can point all day at the Arsenal defending, but he gave them a decision to make, and he's actually you know at the, at the time he hits that pass. You know, I, I was looking at it thinking, like, you go back to even some of my favourite Palace defenders of this Premier League sort of spell, if you like. Go back to, like, a Damien Delaney or or even a Tompkins, right? You know, he's a very good footballer. But it just, it just that's an up and under, right? Yeah. From that angle, he just got, you've got an attacker pressuring you. You're running slightly back towards your own goal. You've, you're turned away in, a, you know, exactly the wrong place, really to be put under pressure as a centre-back. But instead of just oofing the ball up the pitch, he picks out a world-class pass. And, and you know, I use finish to that is just astonishing as well. And so happy for him to have a good game as well. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't anybody who didn't have a good game. Um, <laughs> I reiterate that. No, I worked his socks off and he lost the crowd a bit last year. He became a bit of an escape coach simply because he hasn't scored so much. But you realise how much he's doing. Um Think about the now. I won't. I was going to say, looking at Harry Kane the other day, how he kind of contributed so much to uh, Spurs winning, but didn't actually mm. score himself. Okay, I he wasn't spraying the passes around as much, but mm. um, he was working just as hard and was in there. And again, he was both sides of the pitch. Um, well, glad he got his chance it, to come off. Same with. Um, Mateta, love the way they walked all the way around the pitch and each each stand gave a roaring send-off. So, mm. so that was well-deserved. Um, well, a couple of times he got down near a... us cool. and me and my son both went, do a West Ham, do a West Ham. But he, he still hasn't done that again. <laughs> no, 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 he hasn't done that again. And But it's still one of my favourite moments uh, in watching Palace, seeing him dance through um, and just basically laughing as he hit the hit the ball and scored. I just I couldn't believe it. But uh, we had a message in from Stuart Cox, which covers a lot, a lot of the themes that we're talking about here. And he and he said, you know, can we talk about this squad cohesiveness? No Elise and Eze, yet we still play great as a team. Uh, even when Gallagher goes, will the team continue in this fashion? I think it will. A Vieira ball will grow. I think good players will want to come and play with us too. And I have to say, you know, he's captured a lot there in, in very succinctly in a number in a, in a few short sentences. Good job. But, <laughs> Yeah, give me come on, you can come and come and work for us, because that you know that that's exactly what it is. You know, when you start seeing a team loving playing together as much as we've already talked about that they do, and it's it's so clear and ev- evidence. Yeah, people will want to be part of that. And look at you know Eddie and Ketty last night. You know, yeah. he had a he had a bit of an opportunity to come and play, and he'll be probably kicking himself a little bit. And there's a few other players who had opportunities to come in and, and, and join the, the Palace revolution that they that they turned down. You know, you think you look at what's going on at Everton, and you had, you know Van der Beek decided to uh, to head there instead of uh, that. How much do you think Gallagher's looking at that? Or do you think he's playing out um, of his skin so that two well, notices him at Chelsea, or is he just playing so? Here is the thing, right? Because of the system we're playing, it's just so. Here is the thing. Good. Well, that's exactly it. So, so Gallagher knows that in this Palace team, in this system that Vieira plays, in the way that the coaching staff and his fellow players understand him. He knows that he can excel, right? Yeah. He will absolutely believe that at Chelsea he will excel as well. But Chelsea aren't going to play the exact same way we are, and they aren't going to show the exact same 
sort of trust and dedication in Gallagher. Now, I have to say, I'm trying to be realistic about this. I honestly think you you stick him in that Chelsea midfield and, he's, and he stays in it for me on work rate alone. Whatever they ask of him, he will do. I don't think he will be as spectacular as he is for Crystal Palace at Chelsea. I think he will get a little bit lost in terms of the attention that he should get and you know and, and rightly is getting at the moment i think that would that will lessen at chelsea but i think he plays most weeks based on current the current situation uh, I don't however think will at first i think he'll be bigged hmm. up at first but i'm, I'm going to count what you're saying with well look how he's done for england which is a different system and he's he's really shone there in fact did he win the man of the match at the first match hmm. so you know he can go into a different yeah. system and, and shine there as well but you know he, well exactly he, he's no, making he, really yeah. ordinary well, that's it's kind of what I was saying, and perhaps in, perhaps in not in a, in a clear way. I just I do think that that the Palace system suits him brilliantly. But I do I do agree with you. I think you you can stick him in pretty much any system, and he'll do really well, especially now with his confidence up. I think it's really unlikely that we will get the benefit of this season beyond this season from him. Uh, but I really hope we do. But you know, we have to remember that you know if if. For some reason, Chelsea selling it. We're in a good we're in a good position if we have the money. But there's been a lot of people out there who would take Conor Gallagher, and he's very likely to go to the World Cup, in my view. So we can't get caught up in it, and we can't. But what we can get caught up in is the fact that you know waiting in the wings and, and getting back to full fitness is Everett Eze, who can play in that exact position. Yes. You know, so that that you know having the two of them competing is great. And that will make the, get them to their very, very best. But worst happens and Gallagher is never in a Palace shirt again. Eze can come in and play that and he's not stuck out on the left wing. He's not trying to make the best of, of whatever opportunities he's given. He's playing under a, a better manager in a better system. Um, I've been horrible to to Hodgson by calling Vieira a better manager. But it just, you know, how can I, how can I not right now? A more um, modern manager. Yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll call it that. I've probably, yeah, you know, I've got to respect Roy's record and, and longevity in the game. Vieira is at the very start of a managerial career, really. Well, albeit he's, I think he's done ten years, but you know. Anyway, point point being, um, I think Eze gets a chance next year to be to be, you know, even better than he was at his best um, the season before. So, you know, we got we got a lot to be thinking about in terms of positivity there. You know, the Gallagher. Let's enjoy him for the rest of the season yeah. because it's been absolutely fantastic. Another factor is, is going to be, um, I think, the, the whole Blitzer and Harris thing, whether they go, whether Texas comes mm. in and, and injects some money because it doesn't sound like the, the, the American couple are going to be investing any time soon if they're looking for clubs elsewhere. So, you know, if they can hop off and we get the money in, it might bode, bode even better because we can afford a bit more. Who knows? Well, that's it, yeah. And, um, you know, who knows what... what you know what the future holds. We have to be mindful. You know, you think about Mark Gay and uh, and and Tyreek Mitchell now being England internationals and what that might bring. We've got we do have to have in the back of our minds that someone might might pop in and try and do a you know do a a Wambazaka type bid for for Mitchell. Yeah, um, now, now, that kind of stuff. Being too miserable, Dave. I know Eskis mate, miserable Dave. Well, yeah, yeah, some of us of a certain vintage will remember the team of the eighties. That were this kind mm. of exciting. They just got promoted, so they 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 they've been playing together a while and all through the youth, and they were absolutely brilliant. And then suddenly, a manager comes in or a manager leaves and takes half the team with him, 
and you're left with the lowest crowds ever and Alan Mullery as your manager. So mm. um, Palace fans have always got that in the back of their minds. So um, just, to, just in case <laughs> things do go awry, um, we've yeah. seen it before. No, exactly. So, you know. Um, but look, you know, you do you think about that, but then you start thinking about. I know our twenty threes had a pretty poor performance at the weekend against Leeds, but that's the first one in a long while. But you think about how our, our you know the academy investment, how our youth system's going. Um, you think about there's you know there is a something of a production line of talent coming through now, um, which we've had you know we've had a decent number come through, and it's always been the Palace way, but it's looking really good now. So yeah, you know we it, you know we can rebuild and we can replace players. I think the most important thing is. You know, if somebody does get their head turned or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Thing like that, it's, it's acting quickly. And it does take us into a, a different discussion, which is uh, something that Michael Cassata uh, said when he contacted us. And he said, let's talk about Dougie and how we're winning Moneyball style. Um, and there is a bit of that, you know, the, the Moneyball system we haven't got time to talk about it too much if people don't know what it is, but I, I don't know how closely we're following that now. It was certainly something we looked at really, really closely, but you know, the, the system of identifying a certain type, a certain personality, a certain, a certain opportunity, if you like certain types of players in certain types of positions, players, basically unfulfilled potential, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if you look at the money we spent, I think somebody did a really good thing the other day. They popped up, Ben White, 50 million for Arsenal. And then they listed the players that we got for 50 million. And I think it was like <laughs> Elise, Gay, Anderson, um, Edward. And you just think, okay, well, who's done the better business there? Clearly us. So you have to, you have to look at that and say, you know, we have done a tremendous job um, yeah. putting this squad together. Um, I think it, of the 14 players we used, I think I'm right in saying 10 of them were at the club last year in this game. So let's not get absolutely carried away and think it was all about recruitment. But, you know, that that proves two things, really. That first of all, you know, the thing that we were, we were complaining about a lot last year, which was, is this the only way that this team can play? Because, you know, previous manager thought that it was. Uh, and we'll talk about our limitations all the time. Yet 10 of the 14 played last year under the same... Yeah you know scenario and and then the four that we brought in have made an incredible difference because you think Gallagher um you know uh, um in particular stands out a mile but I mean one of the players we did keep uh that was from from last year and we have we have kept Mateta we've talked about him a little bit we have to mention him again yes because Andy Hode mentioned his work rate um but everyone's starting to say look we we all we all said he was finished as a Palace player. We were all he was he was a figure of fun, even under Vieira. 
the start of the season. He got an early opportunity and then we saw nothing of him because he was completely anonymous in the game. Think about him now, Nick. What is he now in terms of a forward? He's absolutely Where was he when right? he scored the goal? What position was he in when he's... Whereabouts in the box was he? Right down in the middle of the six-yard box. Remember the Millwall game? Where was he then? Yeah. Yeah, All you've yeah, got to do yeah. is, he's going to be there. All you've got to do is get the ball to him and he will get it in the net. I know, I know they mentioned it on the commentary uh, after the game. His face, he knew that was coming in, wasn't it? That was brilliant to yeah. hear that. And, yeah, I love that, that little yeah. freeze frame of his face. He's like, ooh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that was the noise he made, but it feels like it was. A couple of people behind me went, oh, Ben Tech is just put his head, head in his hands again in the box and got to sat back down. And yeah. <laughs> I felt a bit sorry for him. But no, it was uh, it was brilliant. And uh, again, it's, it's belief, it's self-confidence, mm. and it's playing to the system. And um, yeah. a lot of it, as you said, you mentioned Dougie in our recruitment. And do you think mm. there are still people about that hold a grudge against Dougie or is he repentant enough, I'm sh- think? I'm sure there are. I mean, if you look at the number of people that, that hate Ian Wright, despite the fact he came back for a charity game, uh, scored an absolute worldie, and then ran the length of the pitch to to kiss the Palace badge to the Holmesdale and, and apologised after the game for everything that was said and done, he's still apparently, you know, people will hate him. Yeah. So I, I don't know. You know, I think people people do hold grudges for long periods of time and people will, will, you know, will still be funny about Dougie. But if you go back, I noticed on the BBS, someone resurrected a thread when um, from when Dougie was made sporting director. And some of those early comments <laughs> really do look... Um, <laughs> idiotic now um, because you know there's a whole attitude of you know what's he ever done to deserve this role jobs for the boys he's clueless and look you know he, he was relatively green to the to the role of a you know sporting director although he did the relevant training and all that kind of stuff and from what I understand there were some contractual um, mistakes made at certain points that, that arguably you know but everyone makes mistakes in their job yeah. don't they <laughs> you know so um, I think when you look at his ability to to bring players in of the, of the you know, imp- not only improve the, the squad and, and the first team, but, you know, really add value to Palace as a club. Well, it's got I mean, an eye, hasn't it, had, the players. Look at the players. He really has, yeah, he really has. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the amount of contrition he showed on that interview you did all them years back, mm. you know. All them years back, yeah. yeah. It, there was genuine contrition there. And I think, you know. Yeah, well, I like to think. I like to think without any evidence at all. I like to think uh, your inimitable that, interviewing style that helped him open up so much. The, well, there is that. <laughs> There's always my amazing in, in, interview style. But I like to think that that uh, that interview, that that open and frank discussion, was the 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 way back to him, way back for him at Palace, and you know, and it ultimately led to this this uh this this position that he's in as sporting director. So if it's all right with you, Nick, I'm gonna take full credit for Palace's yeah. success right now. Yes. Okay, um, well done. And you can thank me at home. You yes. can send we all your thanks. Doggy Freeman coming to the pitch at half time and through the loud hailer shout, back of the nest are the best. And then he'll put his yeah. thumb up and to where you're sitting in your first game back. And he'll give you the yeah. big thumbs up and say thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. So, on a witch, I have got my Wembley tickets. Hey, where are you sitting? I'm uh, block one two six. No, block one two six. Yeah. Anyone can come say hi. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to have tickets there, it's the first uh, first game we're going to. Remember. Did you hear about T from the uh, after back show who set up a GoFundMe? Yeah. 
uh, to come over from uh, St. Louis, where I didn't he lives. Know. And, uh, well, his wife found out in this Easter weekend and said to give everybody their money back because he's not going anywhere. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I am so so happy about that. Not because I I would love for him to become to be able to come over, but I love poorly conceived plans that get absolutely pulled from underneath you. Um, but he did it's, it's a rookie said, mistake. Everybody's got their money back with some sort of. Yeah. but I'm doing it for the final. But yeah, poor <laughs> T. It's a rookie mistake. You you ask, don't you? You know. Yeah. You ask, then you beg, and then you buy something. Um, you know, that's well, the, eventually the way The best thing my ex-wife did for me ever was chew up for 16 mm. hours outside Sellers for Mag United replay tickets in 1990. And she did, mm. bless her. So, yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously lost the game in the end, so it was Yeah, lost the wife as well. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, I had some other questions, but you know what? We've uh, we've already talked for twenty six minutes. Yeah, uh, it's flown by, isn't it, Nick? Yes, um, it's very good um, and a beauty yeah. show. I'm glad. Glad, glad yeah, we, we kind of sort of said this morning. Should we do one? Yep, go on then. And uh, yeah, exactly. A um, couple of other things. Um, Eagle Eye Football. I think that's uh, that's that's Michael Kewell who's got in ch- touch there. He says, uh, what, what do we think Edward's got to do to get his spot back? And that is really tough, isn't it? Because you look at Edward and what a great striker he has been for Celtic um, and, and what he looked like when he first got into the team for us. But, you know, that is the Premier League, isn't it? That's what happens. You, Everybody you're competing with should really be at the, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you've got ambitions as a squad, as a, as a group, you've got to have competition for places and, and real proper competition for places. And we have definitely got that up front now. And when you look at it, you know, Zaha playing centrally seems to be plan B after Mateta. You know, Edward, when he gets an opportunity, is playing out wide. So Edward not only has to displace Mateta, uh, he also has to displace Zaha and he also has to keep you know, Ben Teko behind him on the bench as well, who's, you know, still a decent striker. Well, for Belgium. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's a really tough ask for him. So what he has to do, basically, is be patient and work really, really hard, you know. And I think, no matter how good you are, I think that transition from the Scottish Premier League to the English Premier League, it, it will take time, particularly as a forward. He's got to get used to the to the pace and power that's yeah, needed yeah. to play. So look at Mateta, right? It's taken, it took him a little while. You look at him now, what he did against Arsenal is he absolutely bullied the hell out of that defence, didn't he? You think about when he first started playing in a Palace shirt, you know, yeah, he got the, the amazing goal against Brighton and I did feel he didn't get quite enough of an opportunity early days. But when he did get his opportunities, you know, we were kind of almost laughing at him for yeah. the fact the ball would bounce, bounce off him, wouldn't it? You know, you'd want him to hold the ball up, but it'd just bounce off whatever part, whichever limb he stuck towards the ball. So the timing was off, the pace was off. It was really, really difficult for him to to get into games and do make meaningful contributions. Now he looks like, you know, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Well, that's, that's, that's going to be the coach, isn't it? Because they're, they're going to know mm. what he's like. He's got an eye for goal. You just have to get him in the right position. And, and I don't know, he's scoring a goal every two games, something like that. So he knows yeah, where the goal it's, is. It's, it's instinctive. So the coach has obviously been focusing on 
on those bits that you spoke about that he was having trouble with. Yeah. The same, but it's with, also, it's the also, same with Anderson. Yeah. At the start of the season, he was everything apart mm. from he couldn't win headers. Look how he played. He he lost us a goal against Arsenal last minute, didn't he? Yeah. Um, New Highbury or whatever it's called down there. And uh, <laughs> this match, he didn't lose a header. So it, that's how much yeah. we've come on. Three England players in the same team. Exactly. Three caps, just been capped. Um, just the atmosphere... One of the best nights at Sellers for a long, long time. Well needed after oh, a bit of a shit week. But no, we're, we're, we're yeah. getting better and better and better. And, you know, bring on Leicester on Sunday. That's what I say. Indeed. I mean, just just to round it off, you know, the Edward thing, it's got to come from him, you know, as well. The coaching, sure, but it's got to come from him. He's got to find what Mateta found. <laughs> Mateta came within a few weeks of a, of, of a transfer window of being sent back. Bef- and he found something from somewhere. So Edward would need to do the same when he gets an opportunity. But you're right, Nick. Atmosphere, I've got to round it off and say, you know, I that for the first time in a while, it hurt not to be there. It really did. What and, and from the first minute, I started watching the game and, and I was there were a couple of things that messed with my mind. The first was how loud it was, and the second was how quickly we were on the front foot. I kind of couldn't reconcile what I was seeing with my expectations that we were that dominant that quickly. And I was stunned at the end of the game to see the possession stats were so, you know, so much in the favour of Arsenal. Because to me, we were, we were, you know, stroking the ball about perfectly. But I think we just made the best use of possession. But, uh, well, I haven't as had you a good say, look at the stats. What were the passing stats like? Did you, did you get I'm pretty them? sure. I don't mean... I, I, don't, don't, I, don't no, I didn't see the passing, no. Uh, possession and stuff was much mm. in Arsenal's favour. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah. But but we were just clinical with yeah. it, and we had so much quality. But you know, Selhurst that loud, you know, to get to the get to that level for and you know be consistent with it. You know, once again, you sort of looking across social media, and people are just in awe of the Palace support. Yep. But I love it when I'm when I'm looking at the ground and I'm and I'm seeing more than just the Homesdale and the back of the Arthur, because you know we'll always have those to rely on. But. You know, when the whole stadium is is really giving it some, it is a sight to behold. And um, yeah, and we've all got, you know, those of us lucky enough to get tickets, 34,000 of us, I think. Um, I've got, you know, another another job to do um, coming up pretty soon. On, in, in uh, terms Sunday of, the 17th. In terms of Palace and, and back of the last mm. whole radio history, have Palace are actually at their pinnacle in, in all the years of it so far, do you think? right at this moment yeah I, I have i have to say that it's really difficult isn't it because you, you know you know as well as as well as anyone nick there's a there's a period of our time under couple where you know you almost can't speak ill of it at all um so you know for this me to say though, for example that was that was kind of exciting because yeah. we had right and bright but we've got a whole mm. I, I don't know it's just the philosophy of the football that's a lot better it's it's the way we're playing well, that's the truth the of result. it, you know. That's the truth of it. You remember, it's you know, it's very difficult not to let nostalgia convince you of something that isn't that wasn't the case. You know, that wasn't the case, right? So we didn't play free flowing football when we, you know, when we finished third in the division. We finished third in the division because we kicked lumps out of people, played direct, and we had, as you say, right and bright who were exceptional. Solarco coming through was absolutely sensational at that point. Uh, and we had so many players that were playing at their absolute peak. You know, they we were doing things that you just didn't think they had in them. You think of the likes of Thorne and Young at centre-back, how great they were. Um, 
you know, John Humphrey at right back was absolutely superb for a yeah. period of time. Yeah. Um, you know, and you just think, how, you know, yeah, wow, okay. Somebody, play, um, uh, some, but, somebody put up a video of Andy Ford on Twitter talking before mm. the Wembley final uh, in 1990, and it's just like Rodney mm. Trotter. It really is. It's yeah. exactly like him as well. Which is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sensational. Really but those were great, great, great times. Um, but but this is this something is better, else. Mate, I'm telling you. This is, this is the evolution of a football team. You know, it's playing. We have, we have out of, you know, pure bloody-mindedness of having an objective and getting to it, and I'm talking about Parrish and, and the investors backing him, you know, having that single-mindedness to say, you know, and he said it honestly in an interview, football-wise, we were behind Brighton and we didn't want to be, we didn't want to be behind Brighton anymore. They were playing nice football. Can't get results, can't score goals, but playing great football. And we couldn't have that anymore. We couldn't have a situation where we were just playing percentage football and staying in the division. It's just not what we're about. No. Um, it was killing, it was killing the team. It was killing us, you know, watching it and, go back to our, our videos on the YouTube channel of when we were doing watch along to see how dead in the eyes we are. Cause it was, it was, it was torture, wasn't it? It was yeah, torture. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and I'm sorry to say that, but the truth of it is it was so sensible investment. Great. Yeah, scouting. If, uh, somebody's got insomnia. What match in particular would you, would you suggest they listen to? to I can't remember sleep? towards the end of, towards the end of that, we were just, people were actually messaging us saying like the, the only reason they were watching the, watching the game was to watch the watch-alongs and just yeah. see what we were doing because just people would talk sighing, about the game after time sighing yeah with their heads in their hands every five minutes yeah it and intermittently punctuated by patrick screaming at the top of his voice <laughs> happy days happy days anyway we covered a few comments there there were loads loads more uh that came in and um you know unfortunately we we won't we won't get to them all now because uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm calling i'm calling an end to it Nick, because it's with thirty-five minutes, and we've we've done way more than we should have done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my um, alarm's gone off now. That's my. Um, there you go. Program doesn't end by this time. We've gone on for too long, so I think that's <laughs> apt apt time there. It isn't. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's good. Good you had that alarm. Um, so I mean, first of all, thank you to everybody who got in touch um, and and gave us something to talk about. And, but obviously we just rambled as well, which um, it was really enjoyable uh, to do. Yes. Uh, hopefully it gave you something. We didn't do an awful lot of analysis. We just did a lot of gloating, which was They've the main objective. They've watched it enough um, times. They don't need they, any Yeah, you don't analysis. need us to tell you what. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to tell you what happened. Um, you know, you know that, um, that you know the first goal was um, a little bit lucky, but very hilarious. Uh, and you know that what you really should be spending your time doing. Um, second goal is flew. Sick. Or was it average? Yeah, second goal flew. Average. average the yeah, third goal yeah. penalty. <laughs> Fergon penalty yeah, none of them count. <laughs> hey Frank. Um but yeah, just go and seek out uh, Arsenal fan TV comment uh, and, and just, just watch their suffering. Oh That's just, the main just thing. one last then, thing for you man at the ground, Chris. Mm. You you missed uh Aki Realati missing a penalty at half time in the half time challenge. And the yeah. Crystals returned as well, if you're into that sort of thing. Wow. First time in two years. There you go. That's incredible stuff. Well, I look forward to getting back before the end of the season, which I absolutely will do one way or another. But um, my my next journey will certainly be Wembley. Palace's next uh, next game is against Leicester, um, Saturday the tenth, isn't Sunday. it? Sunday the tenth, Sunday the tenth. Uh, so, really, you know, in terms of the games we have left, that's a that's a big one. It's a real good test. Um, if we can put three points on the board there as well, um, you know, we there's going to be teams wolves? above us looking down. Can we catch four? We could. Points? It's not. 
it's not beyond possibility. It'd be amazing if we did. Uh, but when you look at our running, Nick, there's nothing to be afraid of there, is there? We discussed this last time we spoke. And you, you, mm-hmm. we, we both genuinely feel that we, you know, it's ripe for the picking this last European spot, don't we? Indeed. Indeed it is. So on that note, uh, check out the preview show in the week. Uh, probably drop into your uh, podcast boxes within the next couple of days. Do obviously check out everything on YouTube as well. We're back of the nest on all of those things. Like, subscribe, be merry. Until next time, come on, you palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.